Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Thanks for listening to Danny and Dusty On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Is your heater safe? Why replace it when Service Patriots can restore it? Get their $59, 27-point furnace tune-up and safety check, including a free 1-inch filter. They'll also check your AC for free. Go to servicepatriots.com. This is Danny and Dusty. What God's name is going on in here? What was that ruckus? With Danny Murray and Dusty, the Fan Man Hera. What ruckus? I was just in my office and I heard a ruckus. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app. Describe the ruckus, sir. And 1080. Don't mess with the bull, young man. You'll get the horns. The Fan. Hour number two here on Danny and Dusty. Will Ordner in for Dusty Hero, who is currently at home. Uh, we, we imagine probably dying, not listening to the show. Right? There's no way he's listening. He's not dying. He just can't think of anything better to do. Hey, Jeff Russ behind the glass, as always. The producer extraordinaire wearing his... Uh, what, 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 what shirt we got going here? Me first in the gimme gimmies. Oh, there we go. I've got the glare on there, and all I can see is the B. Yeah, me first in the gimme gimmies. Okay. My, not- I don't know the reference. Can you please... I'm so sorry. What, oh, the, the, the camera... The, the, uh, okay, no, uh, you're not sh- dying? You can't think of anything better to do? No, oh, the, that's no, from Ferris Bueller. No, 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 I mean, he, he doesn't shirt. Sure. Oh, yeah. It's a, they're a, a, a punk cover band. They do oh, songs okay. that are not punk songs and turn Man, them into them. punk songs. Oh, dude, I love that. Yeah. There's a couple bands on like Instagram that do that, and mm-hmm. I'll go and download their song. My favorite one right now, this is totally outing myself, don't care. Uh, there's this guy, Peyton Parrish. Mm-hmm. I think Souk talked about him before, but he is a Viking heavy metal yeah. singer. His version of the Mulan, uh, I'll Make a Man Out of You, yeah. is the greatest song ever. There's, yeah. Look, there, I went through, if you, if you go on my Spotify, there, it happens every single year for about a month. I go on a cover spree. Mm-hmm. Dude, it's the best. And there's, on my playlist, okay, so I have a, uh, this, is, this is secret time. <laughs> my Spotify is, like, it. The, my Spotify wrapped, I'm the top 2% of the world in minutes listened. <laughs> Just constantly have it going. It's always on. If I like Multiple devices at the same time. Yeah, like, <laughs> if I, look, this is how much of a sicko I am. If I'm playing my Xbox... Oh, you, don't need to, you don't need to give me any more reasons <laughs> to think that you're a sicko. I, I will be playing a video game, but I will have Spotify running uh-huh. in my headphones. Okay, yeah. Like, yeah, I, I do I, that. Yeah, I do that too. If I'm writing, I have it going in my headphones. Mm-hmm. If I am mm-hmm. researching, I have it going in my headphones. Yeah. If I am driving anywhere... The car is never quiet. I'm music is just always on. Occasionally podcasts, but it is always on. 
I have a playlist that is just my liked songs, and it's like 4,000 songs. And it is the most random. That is what Love I put it. on. Like, I have a, a bunch of playlists. Like, yeah. we have one for the show for, for Metal Mondays. Yep. That, that's like 100 songs. Mm-hmm. That is just all just like regular metal that I listen to. I have my workout mixes. I have uh, whatever, like, mood mixes. But my liked is like, I will put it on the... Um, discover new music yeah, thing yeah. pretty regularly mm-hmm. to because I want to expand. I don't want to listen to the same things over and over and over. I try to add new stuff, and part of that leads me down covers. Some of them are absolutely incredible. I'm like, oh, that's that's a banger. That's I, great. That, like, I, I'm going to add that, and I'll discover a new band or something like that. Some of them suck so hard, I'm like... This is this is an affront to music. How dare you, sir or ma'am? What did you do? There was a um, who does a, a eleven minutes? Is that uh, is that Miley Cyrus? No, that's um, eleven minutes. Yeah, it's 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 a pop song. It's 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 a it's a, it's a, it's a it's almost certain it's a female singer pop song. But there's a metal version of it that came on in my covers, and I was like. That's getting added into my workouts. Halsey? Halsey, there you go. Oh, um, Halsey's greatness. Yeah, you, no, you want to get the original. Yeah, no, but I mean, Halsey's great. Um, but the metal cover of it, the dude can sing. He can get after it. Oh, and I was like, oh, this is good. There are some great pop uh, punk covers, mm-hmm. like where the pop, or it's a pop song, and the artist that's uh, a punk band, they go yeah. in and take their own. If I was a punk band, I would only do pop covers. There's There are bands that do that. They're, like, they're they very, work. especially on Spotify, they're much lesser known. There's metal and, and pop punk and like mm-hmm. all of those, like, they, I feel like Halsey songs are a very distinct. I think it's band. an easy transition yeah. over because she is, to a degree, a little bit punk. Well, her, her voice. And, yeah. and, and styling and cadence kind of leads to mm-hmm. that transition. But all it is to say is like, don't don't knock the covers. Yeah. Also, I I, I should say if you're watching on YouTube.com, uh, YouTube.com backslash 1080 AM the fan, Jeff Russ is not the only one rocking t-shirts. Ooh. Today. I've got the Top Gun Weapon School. There you go. T-shirt on today as well. That is fantastic. Yeah, so that's that's there. Uh, another one, good uh, good one pointed out here on the text line too. I had managed to forget about uh, Richard Cheese, great oh. lounge singer. Oh cover yes, artist. Mr. Dick Cheese himself. Yes. That's right. I can say it because it's his name. That's his name. I've I've not heard of the great Richard Cheese. Yeah, oh, I'm gonna have to go. Did he uh, do the uh, uh, Down with the Sickness? He might have. The, the, he Michael, did the Michael Down Bublé. with the Sickness. Yeah. The, he, the he Michael Bublé have. one. Yeah. Right. Get oh, up, the... come on, get down with the sickness. Oh yeah, it's. Oh, and he went full crooner on. Oh yeah, it? Oh, yeah. he fantastic. takes all these songs and turns them into like lounge singer. Yeah, Ooh. crooner. Yeah. Yeah. No, and they did that That's on. Awesome. Uh, it was a zombie movie with Ving Rhames. Mm. That they that, that it was used in, and it oh. was fan. Oh, that was uh, was that that was Dawn of the Dead. I think it was Dawn of the Dead. Yes. Yeah, that there was that hair that era one of like where, four where they're the, years where they're in the shopping mall. Yes, yes, yeah. Uh, I enjoy that one. They they uh they, they do it's the target practice the from the rooftop, and they're like marking off who like the zombies look like celeb- celebrities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah. was <laughs> that's actually fantastic. I thought so. Is that the Hot Fuzz guys? No, uh, no. Well, no, I think um thinking. um. Simon Pegg? Simon Pegg, I think, was, was in this. Was he on the director? He, he the, is in this. Wasn't he in... Didn't he, did he not do Dawn of the Dead too? No, well, Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead. Oh, yeah. that, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, no, you're thinking okay, Shaun okay, of the okay. Dead. That, that's uh, Nick Frost and, and Simon Pegg. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you what right now. Those two guys are great together. Yes. My gym playlist is absurd. 
what what genres I will go to, like literally song to song. Yesterday I was on the treadmill and I was on the treadmill for a hundred calories. I don't go for like a time or a distance. Yeah. I go for a certain amount of calories. The distinct the the measure that that is the, the least the, accurate. Yes, I was say the one that measures the least accurate. It's the okay. least accurate, but in my head, there's something good about seeing triple triple digits sure. on that on the calories counter. You go, awesome. Now I can have a yogurt and it doesn't count. Mm. But that's what I always think. I went from Morgan Wallen to 50 Cent to Elton John to uh, Peyton Parrish's cover of the Mulan, Mulan song. Then I went back to, um, I don't know the name of the band, but it's uh, the it's Maria something. It's a, it's a punk song. Mm. It's Maria something or other to Marvin Gaye, and I finished off with Lil TJ. See, that would mess me up because- Quite the journey. When I'm- depending it, was, on, it was an experience. Depending on what I'm doing when I'm working out. If I'm lifting, um, I can vary on- Dear Maria, count me in. On, uh, on speed of songs. Like BPM, beats per minute. If I am running or if I am on a bike or if I am on a cross trainer, elliptical, whatever it is, I need a pace. Mm-hmm. And I need it to be within that range because it will. I will either speed up or slow down. It's like a metronome in my head. Really? Oh, God, yeah. No, if I, so if all of a sudden it's changing all over the place, it will screw me up. Mm. If I'm lifting, it doesn't bother me near as much. But I am too stupid, and I just kind of, it, it's the military in me. It's like, yeah. oh, there's a pace I need to keep. Listen to the beat. And then just go. And it just, it just goes. And that makes sense. But yeah, that what what you're doing, that would uh, yeah, that, no, would, that would break my brain. I, I'm a psychopath, and, and it literally changes day to day. Like there are days where I'll go in there, and it's we are only listening to country today. We are only listening to metal today. And then there's other days where we're gonna figure it out. Like I, I'm not even gonna lie. There are days where Ed Sheeran will pop on in there. Shania Twain's best hits have yeah, popped on what? in there. I'm, I'm, I'm um, not music shaming. I'm just saying you got to pick a lane. Like Kesha, early Kesha will pop oh, on in there. Okay, dude. now I'm now I'm shaming. Now I'm You're shaming. gonna shame me. Yeah. What What if I told you I only do it when I deadlift 500 plus pounds? Still shaming. Yeah. All right. Well, that's fair. Look, man, I. My music genres will will go all over the place, and I I will work out to whatever. It happens. Uh, If you've missed any part of today's show, just remember you can get your podcast wherever you get podcasts. And brought to you by Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all of your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. All right, we we, we burned through an entire segment there because I completely derailed us. Uh, That'll happen. That's a squirrel moment and a half. I'm not going to apologize for it. That's how I roll. Uh, But coming up next, we will talk about what the transfer portal is doing to quarterbacks in particular. Uh, one, uh, at Burton Orange himself, uh, Texas, Malik Murphy, is in the transfer portal. He's not really thrilled about it and the timing of it because what it means not only to him, but his Texas teammates. Coming up next year on Daddy and Dusty, 1080 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Danny and Dusty on the fan. On the floors of Tokyo, or down in London town to go go. Oh, with the record selection and the mirror's reflection, I'm a dancer. The transfer portal is doing a lot. It's uh, good and bad, and you're, you're seeing why the NCAA is getting hammered left, right, and center, and losing every legal battle along the way. But it's also claiming some victims as the transfer portal is operating as a bit of a lose-lose scenario particularly as it pertains to uh, quarterback Malik Murphy, who is uh, opting out of Texas because, number one, Quinn Ewers, but number two, Arch Manning. The uh, The interesting thing about all of this is that there's, there's a scenario that exists where there's nothing wrong with what Malik Murphy is doing because he's looking at what's going on around him. And even though he won two games for Texas this year, he's going to move on, but he's got to do this in a period where Texas is preparing for the college football playoff. So if you're the head coach of Texas and you're Steve Sarkeesian, how do you feel about all this? Well, that, that stuff's always difficult. You know, Malik's been a, been a great teammate. You know, he's been an awesome guy to have on our team. Um, we wouldn't be here today if it weren't for Malik. And, you know, he won two football games for us. But I also understand this day and age of college football. And that's unfortunate that uh, he's been put in kind of that this situation in this position to where you know he's trying to look out for his future, um, but he was part of a team that that's competing for a national championship, and so um, you know th- this this kind of structure of of how our seasons go throughout the year in college football is not perfect, um, and we're all learning as we go with now the transfer portal, um, the early signing period the college football playoff and then what it's going to look like next year when we go to 12 teams and managing that and managing that for our own current players but also for our future players and so um, we've got to continue to adapt and but it's again I, I love Malik to death I love the opportunity to coach him like I said he was a great teammate and, and wish him nothing but the best of luck the idea there courtesy of Will Kunkel of Fox 26 Houston and Sark's got a great point in that look Quentin Ewers was down for two games Malik Murphy won them two games that allowed them to get to the college football playoff, and now he's kind of getting screwed because of the way the transfer portal is working. Malik Murphy, he's trying to sort through these things and figure these things out. 
he's been practicing for the Sugar Bowl, and you've got Dylan Gabriel already signing somewhere else. You've got Riley Leonard already signing somewhere else. Mm-hmm. These these. Top, I mean, Cam Ward has been rumored to go to Ohio State, and Aiden Childs is now at Michigan State. Mm-hmm. So there's these top positions are opening up, and the market is becoming more and more compressed for Malik Murphy, who right. is a guy that, if he enters the transfer portal day one, is on the top of the list with everyone else. And Easy he, top 10, might be top five. It, and that's the thing. is, So he's trying to stay true to Texas, mm-hmm. but also staying true to himself. And everybody understands it, but because of the way this calendar falls, and they have got to fix this, Will, he's left in a situation where he either screws over his team or he screws over himself. Well, it's classic NCAA. Like, it's not that hard to fix this problem, right? You just have to push back when the transfer portal opens. The Here's the real deal. The reason that they have two signing days, it's so stupid. Mm-hmm. It's so that coaches, after you know they go through the original signing day, if they missed out or they had a bunch of late flips, they can still go back and try and get other guys who didn't commit for the next signing day. And that's dumb because when you push up the signing day and you have it before this calendar season ends, because this calendar season doesn't end until the calendar or until the national championship, you are forcing guys to make a decision. Right now on the Vancouver Ford text line, they're texting in about Dylan Morris. He's also entering the transfer portal, but he's going to stay with the team through the playoffs. I think that actually hurts Morris and it hurts him in a different way than it would hurt Malik Murphy, right? Malik Murphy, I hate it. I don't want to leave this team, but I know that I'm not going to get an opportunity or at least not get the opportunity as soon as I want it here mm-hmm. at Texas. So I need Because to do they made the choice obviously with Green Ewers is right. staying and Arch right. Manning is the next guy up. And I need to leave to go somewhere else. But in the meantime, he is the backup quarterback and it's if something happens to Quinn Ewers mm-hmm. and he's not available or if he's not a part of this, you got to go to Manning, who and, hasn't had much time at all. And how does he feel about that? Because he went to war with these guys. Well, and that's the like it's it screws over Murphy and it screws over Morris because mm-hmm. you literally have two backup quarterbacks that are put in the same spot that have to make the same decision. Murphy chose to leave because he knows he has a legit chance to go out and start right away. Morris is staying with UW. But you can't tell me that by the time that this all ends, let's say UW goes to the national championship game, whether they win or lose, he is going to have missed out on a bunch of schools where he was going to have an option to go to at the FBS level. I wouldn't be shocked if Morris now ends up at an FCS school, if he ends up at a big sky school, Mm -hmm. because all of the other quarterback positions are going to be taken. Mm -hmm. Because while he's still on that team, coaches are not supposed to have have conversations with him. Which, that being said... Clear. They're having, they they're having the conversations, and but the board knows those it. spots are getting filled. That's right. the thing is, and so, and if you're a coach, are you going to take the word of this quarterback who is with this other team? Mm-hmm. May, what what if he changes his mind? And now, now as a coach, you're sitting there going, "Crap, we promised that you know we would hold this spot for him, and he's not because we're dealing with kids." Well, here's the and, other and thing. they back out, and now the coach is sitting there going, and "Even if they broke mm-hmm. the rules, blah blah blah." But we know the reality of this, so now right. they're scrambling. So there's just but constant jockeying and trust versus non-trust that just it's problematic. Well, and then here's this other issue that comes up. What time does the school that you're going to, when do they start school? When Mm -hmm. do they start their winter quarter? Or when do they start their winter semester? Because if you're going to transfer somewhere and you're Dylan Morris and they start school before UW is eliminated, 
Are you still able to get into the school? Are you able to participate with your team in winter ball? Because that's a big piece mm-hmm. to gaining acceptance with the guys, getting to understand the system, getting to have those meetings. Because in my head, and maybe I'm missing out on something here, but to me, I don't know how you can have a guy that is on the UW football team or on the Texas football team or whatever football team, but be enrolled in another school mm-hmm. so that they can participate in the winter stuff as soon as their season is done. It just doesn't make sense. So what the NCAA needs to do is they need to stop worrying about other things. Right now, the NCAA is worried about, well, how much money are we going to have to pay? Are we going to have to create another system? Are we going to have to create another tier above FBS? What they need to do is do what's best for the athletes. And what's best for the athletes is to push everything back. What if you started the day that the transfer portal was able to be opened? What if that didn't happen until the day after the scheduled national championship? I know that's a tough turnaround on coaches, and they're going to start scrambling. But you would have these players like Murphy, like Morris, who don't have to worry about transferring out right away. They can wait until the end of their season, no matter how far they go, and then they can go and look for a new ball club or a new place to play, and they're going to be able to do it at an even playing field, as opposed to right now where I'm not saying Murphy is much better than Morris. Murphy is going to have more offers than Morris, but who's to say that Morris couldn't have gotten an offer from a Mountain West school? Who's to say that he couldn't got couldn't have gotten an offer from a Sunbelt school where now I feel like by him staying with the team, it might force him to go into an FCS level. And that might be the caliber of player that he is. I mean, he hasn't been able to earn a start over at U- at UW since Penix came in. And when he was playing over at UW, he wasn't anything special. He was a okay quarterback, I guess, but he wasn't going to lead them to national prominence, prominence the way that Penix mm-hmm. has. So when I look at this, the NCAA has to push stuff back so that they can take care of the players but they're choosing not to so that they can almost alleviate some of the pressure on their coaches. And that's so unfortunate from an organization where their job is supposed to take care of the players. That's what they say. And they don't do it. It's all going to be really interesting to see what the NCAA does or doesn't do or whatever new governing body that takes over for the NCAA football uh, as the NCAA falls to the wayside, which, uh, given five years, it's going to be gone. All right, coming up next, Jeremiah Conflin is in studio, local comedian. Uh, you know him. You love him. Uh, we'll get to that and more coming up. But first, here's a big kahuna with the Sports Center update. Hamburgers, the cornerstone of any nutritious breakfast. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080, The Fan. I know it's worst day on the web time, but instead we've got Jeremiah Coughlin in town, who definitely not anything to have to do with anything being worst day on the web. Oh, am I on? There we go. Jeff's got his mic now. I gotta push the button. No, Jeff's got you behind you. So see, I came in here. I was ready to Wally Pip uh, Dusty. I was ready to take his job forever, and I can't (laughs) even get the microphone. That's actually why he's not here today. It's not the fact that he's he's peeing out his butt. It's the fact that. It's the fact that you were coming in studio. You're out of the lineup. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, so... Uh, Here comes Garrick, taking your spot. Good luck getting it back. <laughs> so, you've got a uh, you've got a taping coming up. Yeah, we're doing a recording my album at uh, Helium Sunday, 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be fun. Got a couple local folks opening with me, and yeah, it's... It's going to be a great time. Got a lot of, a lot of uh, fun stuff to say. What, what kind of goes into recording... An album, like how does how does that whole that whole process come together? Because I was giving him hell earlier, but when we opened the show about, um, have you ever like thought about the idea of of um, the the process of like throwing yourself on stage and trying to do five minutes of stand up? Because sure. eating that golden bleep of death is just one of the most hilarious things to see somebody else do, <laughs> as long as it's not you doing it. Yeah, you know, it's like uh, public speaking and spiders, right? Mm-hmm. Those are the number two uh, pe- things people are afraid of, <laughs> mm-hmm. and. Uh, you know, I mean, for this particular album recording, like we talked about earlier, I, I had a deal set up and I, I did a recording in Philly like this time last year. And then through some circumstances, um, that recording's kind of gone into the wind. There have been some like leadership changes with the company I was working with and that kind of thing. So we're just going to do it all over again. But uh, I'm really happy about that as far as like how I've grown in the last year and I'm excited about it and getting to do it locally here you know it's going to be a lot of fun and you know as far as like the process with my my process it's like i've been doing hour-long shows for the last probably three years pretty regularly which is kind of insane for people that don't understand like what it takes to put an hour together let alone yeah five fifteen or twenty minutes yeah well and then it gets weird when you do other shows and they're like do 10 like Like, i gotta tighten that up a little bit huh all right i got two jokes okay let's do two jokes (laughs) um yeah but you know i don't know after a while you just start kind of piecing things together and in my head things like make sense it's like there's a a beginning point and end point that i want to get to so like i did it last weekend uh sun this last sunday i was in tacoma and i did an hour there and i mean it was like I was 55 minutes in the first time I looked at my watch and was like, oh, okay, I guess we got to go. Like, I guess we got to get out of here. So, didn't, didn't have the clock down on the floor in front of you? No, I just keep my watch on. Okay. And, you know, it, you it just was pretty pretty natural and felt good. And I was like, okay, like, if I can do that in front of all the all the friends here in Portland, then I think it'll work out pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I'll be honest here. So one of my buddies, he really wants to get into stand-up comedy. So I, I'm Don't asking all of his questions. I texted him today and – uh, so all of his questions are are what I'm going to ask you. Yeah. How how does your writing process work, and does it like differ from, uh, you know, if you're you're taping your album, you're taping your special. How does it differ? Uh, when you, when do you know like, hey, we're going to go into the album. I'm ready for an album. I'm ready for a special. How do you know when a wor- a joke works? If a joke, you know, it's going to work, but it isn't working. How do you fix that? How does that all come about for you? Mm, that's a lot of layers. That's a lot of questions. Mm, I'm an onion uh, guy. I know. I would not start if I was your buddy, but 
Uh, my, <laughs> my, my, I just my, start with saying, don't. Don't do it. Uh, it's a terrible, terrible addiction that you'll never get over. So much so that you're doing it full time now. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> terrible, terrible idea. But as far as like stuff working and stuff not working, um, you know, there's especially here in Portland, there's hundreds of open mics. Um, you know, like if you're getting a lot of stage time, you there's sort of like a um, a system of taking jokes that you're maybe new or maybe you're not sure about or whatever, and then you just kind of slip those in between two jokes that you know do work and then get a reaction off of that. Um, a lot of the open mics, you know, it's like just other comics and that kind of thing. And so if you can get any sort of reaction out of those jokes and you're like, okay, maybe I'm onto something. Mm-hmm. Um, writing process, I'm definitely not the person to ask about that because – I've never written a joke down in my life. Like, really? Not, no. So it's just all verbal workshopping? Yeah. It's just freestyler? All, I've, no, I mean, it's the same. Like, it's the jokes. Like, I have the jokes, and I like they're written in my head, but I don't. I just don't write things out. It's do, not how my brain you, works. Even though you're, because you're saying them over and over and over yeah. in the shows. So even since you're not writing them out, because I, I know there are some comedians that it's the same. Sure. Line for line, word for word, bar yeah. for bar, all the way yeah. through. For you, is that a little bit different where it's like there's going to be some variation because you're just kind of, not necessarily riffing, but like just little little different, little subtle differences show to show. Yeah, I'll try different stuff out and see how it goes. Um, but I mean, like they're all they're all in my head. So mm-hmm. it's, it's always going to be kind of the same, you know, like cadence or the way you say it or word choice and I'll work on those. And, but I just like, I feel like writing it down, it's, and I don't like really watch footage of myself or anything like that like everyone has their own not, process. not watching the tape not a big tape guy not a game tape guy no. not the all not the all one no not a big <laughs> i don't know just not <laughs> it's just not not the way i do things i don't know so it it's more about like i guess part of it is my memory's good luckily um but then there's times when something it's will come not up. all molly and, and bong resin not anymore no, yeah okay. no uh tw- <laughs> twinkie filling <laughs> and bong resin uh but yeah, sometimes uh, something will, someone will say something, or I'll be in the middle of something, and I'll be, I'll remember a joke. I'm like, gosh, you know. So sometimes there is stuff that just sort of like falls out of my head while I'm sleeping, and then never comes back. And then something will trigger it, and I'll be like, oh yeah, that was a good joke. You should try to bring that joke back, you know. And so I mean, part of it for me is doing that over. I mean, I've been doing stand up for eleven years now, mm-hmm. so like there's a progression of you know, jokes that have, that were pretty okay or that you've added stuff to, or that you've worked into things. And then once you kind of get them all down in a way where you feel good about it, um, you know, you just try to try to get something tangible, you know, like I recorded an album in 2017. Mm-hmm. That was my Seamus McGravy album, still available on Bandcamp. If you're interested, there you uh, go. it's, it's out there. And, you know, I mean, like, it's not super cringe. Like there's still some stuff on there that I'm still doing, but a lot of it's like, eh, all right. You know, like you're a baby, like you're just learning, you know? And so I think it's like any sort of like entertainment or, you know, like where you're presenting your ideas to people, Sure, there's going to be times where you're like, Oh, I don't know. I mean, don't you feel like that when you, Listen to like you. You go back and watch your old shows. Oh or, God, yeah. If you like, oh, man, you watch like know. the very first episode of Outsiders. What was I doing? And it was a tire fire. <laughs> it is so bad, and it was like, and Joe and I and Shane, we we we've talked about this. Like, yeah. 
the the growth process over you know five years was yeah. so insane. So much we got so comfortable that Shane was dropping f bombs on TV. So no, um, no. you know that was too comfy. Yeah. Hey, well, the great thing is call or cable, so not illegal, uh, not getting fined, but still, eh, TV executives get a little. We ain't that. found sh- that part. Um, yeah. <laughs> that scared me a little bit. That was just in my earphones. Like, oh, that's God. What? Yeah. What just happened? Uh, is Shane here? AKA yeah, Jeff Rust. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremiah Coughlin in studio. Uh, he's got his uh, album recording uh, Sunday night at Helium Comedy Club. Tickets still available. Tickets still available. Oh yeah, and we'll say this: uh, yeah. if you if you go to my Instagram right now, follow me on Instagram. Send me a message. I have two free tickets. Somebody somebody can have two free tickets if you uh, slide into my DMs and um, tell me who the uh, uh, World Series MVP in 1987 was. Uh, put that in. Put that in my DMs, and I'll give you uh, you and a friend a ticket to see me on Sunday, seven o'clock at Helium Comedy Club. But yeah, go to my Instagram. Follow me. And get on my DMs, and I'll I'll send you two free tickets. Definitely gonna pick down. one. Gonna pick one. Not the first one. He's just gonna Probably, pick one. Uh, yeah, somebody who has a cute dog in their profile picture, or something like that. Very much so. Um, yeah. You down to stay for another segment? Yeah, yeah. I want to tell you my idea to fix the transfer por- transfer portal. Absolutely. Ooh, we were just uh, talking about that. I know. Yeah, no, see, I got he, an idea. He 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 was listening outside. We we made him listen outside. Yes, yeah, I was just standing yeah. in, a, in a phone booth yeah. with Dan's voice pumped yeah. in. <laughs> it's that's our little torture chamber. Yeah, out that's there. how they break people. Yeah, it looks like a little <laughs> fart booth. Uh, we'll we'll get back to uh, Jeremiah Conflict here in studio. Danny and Dusty, Tony the fan. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080 the fan. We're now joined by Jeremiah Coughlin live and in studio. Jeremiah has his uh, album recording. Sunday night, Helium Comedy Club. Wonderful, wonderful place. It's not a special. They're not no video. No video. I've got a face for radio. There you go. Well, we, that's that what this way. that's what this is for, buddy. Yeah. I think people with red beards are beautiful. So See? you're Look beautiful in my book, bud. This is, all, this is why I came here. To get just, gassed up by Will Ortner. Yeah. Right. Big well, handsome man. People mm-hmm. with red beards. They're they're the most attractive people I hear. Wow. Lots of Travis Kelsey comparisons. Okay. Is he a red beard? Okay. He's, he, has, he thinks he looks like Travis Kelsey. But oh, it's somebody people... very, 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 very drunk said that. <laughs> Just That's better than I get. The first time it started at a bar, but it's happening now when people are for sure sober. So there you go. That's like trend. when somebody once told me I look like Nick Cage. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I see okay. it. I yeah. can see it. Yeah, I get it. It's better than Galifianakis. That's what I get. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Or Fat Ed Sheeran. <laughs> <laughs> I get Farva, so I can't really get too bad. Oh, you do got it. Yeah, have you no. had the mustache? Oh, oh, yeah, it. no. Don't it's... call me 91 radio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we went to break, uh, you said you had a uh, fix for the transfer portal. So what I'm saying is the NCAA is mm. not just football, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's all of the things, so unfortunately. So what, what you start doing is you have to you have to trade. You have to, so the kids just can't go in the transfer portal. So if Cam Ward wants to be a Husky, mm. God, I hope he doesn't. But sounds like it sounds like Ohio State. Good, good. But either way, if if Cam Ward wants to go wherever, so if he wants to go to Ohio State, then Ohio State has to return something to Washington State, mm. and it doesn't have to be a football player. It could be a baseball player. It could be their leading scorer on the women's basketball is, is team. This like a, is there an exchange rate though? Like, is the tennis yeah. player worth? Yeah, I mean, like you got, one third of a baseball player. Yeah, I mean, it's just like it, you know, it's just like when 
Dame goes to somewhere else for seven dudes. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the same thing. Like, okay. so if you so want Sam sure Ward, yeah. we're taking the starting five off your volleyball team. Okay. Ooh, what like about it. what about like recruiting? Because in the NBA and NFL, MLB, you can trade draft picks. What yeah. if you get to trade like, hey, Ohio State, you get Cam Ward, but Washington State gets to take your top recruit? Yeah, we got this middle schooler mm. who's six four, two fifty. You know, you get to take the top recruit in twenty twenty eight. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I like. See, you know yeah, this could really get interesting. You know what? You know what else you could do? You get a uh, whatever Ohio State spends on a recruiting visit. There you go. They, look, man. Cash considerations. I'm just gonna say that cash considerations could be mm-hmm. pretty pretty wild. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say the Oregon's and the and the USC's and the Ohio States and Michigan's of the world, their recruiting visits probably cost a little bit more than yeah. the uh, the old Coog visit. Well, yeah, Coog visit, you just take them and drop them off in Greek Row and get them, you know, slammered, slammered. You know, they, they, they oh. wake they wake up in a field with some Cougar gold. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're telling me that they don't go and tour all the academic buildings? <laughs> yeah, There's I thought a lot they of were. Books. I thought they were student athletes. <laughs> a lot sir. Of books here. Do you want to? Re- we got a lot of books in this building, but who cares about that? Come on over here. Yeah, we're going. We're going to Shakers. What do you think they're shaking in Shakers? Huh? Uh, going to Valhalla. <laughs> salt, salt and pepper. I've been kicked out of there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, Will Will has a, a friend who is very much interested in getting yeah. into comedy, and one of the things he was interested in, uh, we were talking about during the break. Your kind of origin story. Give us yeah. your your Marvel uh, origin pitch. So kind of like Will was saying, his friend is. You know, like I was a comedy nerd. Like I grew up watching a lot of stand up, was very interested in it. But then I didn't start doing stand up till I was 30, mm-hmm. which is kind of old. I mean, you look at, you know, people like Chris Rock or, you know, Eddie Murphy started doing stand up. He's like 12 years old or whatever. Yeah, right? well, the, so, the newest one that just got canceled. Rife was doing it when he was like 16 or whatever. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. Yeah, very young. And I always kind of felt like, oh, maybe I missed my window, mm-hmm. you know. But then uh, there was two things that happened. I started uh, working with a guy who had done stand-up like in the 90s mm. locally here, Ken Samuelson. He's probably not listening, but shout-out to Kim Samuelson. He uh, he was my boss, and we used to just like nerd out, and he was basically like, if you don't do it, like go to an open mic. Just try it. If you don't try it, you'll always regret not trying it. But right? at least try it. Right, which was terrible advice because I would have been perfectly happy. I, <laughs> I could just be a normal person. I, I could have been totally fine and yeah. not destroyed my self-esteem for Yeah, years. I could have just been a normal person right now. Instead, I'm here. But... Um, and the other thing is, like, I had a friend uh, who started going to open mics and doing open mics, mm. and he's not funny. <laughs> like, just 100% not funny. And so I was like, well, if, ben, if Ben's going to start going to open mics, then, you know, it was just like that kind of, like, looking across the room, like, well, what am I doing? Why am I so, what am I so scared of? You know, like, one of the first, like, real- He's doing it, and he sucks. Yeah, it was like one of the first, <laughs> like, real bits I wrote was, like, on that premise where it's like- I think that's how most girls in this town become exotic dancers. You know? Oh, we're, sure, yeah. Yeah, we're like, Kelly's showing her boobs? All right, <laughs> I could do that. Yeah. yeah, I've seen them. They're not that great. They're not great. Yeah. She's bringing home money? Yeah. I can at least double that. 150 bucks a night? Come on. I could do the champagne room. So <laughs> I think that's I think <laughs> that's probably how it works out. I mean, that's how it worked for me. And, you know, 10, 11 years later, here I am. So. I, I'm going to ask you to relive your, your, your worst moment. Oh, man. What, what was what some, was the time when you you just been... absolutely 
ate it. There's been some bad ones, you know, like those first open mics. Like if the first open mic I did was in lads and it was not even like a comedy open mic. It was just an open mic. Just like, open do mic. whatever. Yeah. People singing acoustic guitar songs mm-hmm. about how their dad didn't love them or whatever. And <laughs> also the same woman who was at the, the topless bar later that night. It was Jen. A. She was the uh, waitress. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't really have any like horror stories though. I did an open mic in, in a gentleman's club in Vegas once. Oh, Vegas already is yeah, and not that was, a great place to do it. That was weird. I mean, I've been ignored during comedy, but not for that reason. You know? Uh <laughs> it's like just this Venn diagram of sadness, like open mic comedy and you know, uh gentleman's club. Was this a what like what what level of gentleman's club is it? It was it was the sapphire, it was like the oh. biggest one, yeah. And they have like a separate room where they do comedy. And it, it was That seems like a weird like I wanna get my Yeah. Sure. Bad laughs bad and, and rocks off. It was a know? bad combo. Yeah, that was that was probably one of the worst ones. Um you know, I don't know. There's been I just recently, very recently, and and these people were all very nice, but I've gotten to the point now where I'm doing like private gigs for people, and you know, like oh, okay. uh, you know, like corporate stuff yeah. or people's birthdays or whatever. Uh, someone just asked me to do like a church, a, a squeaky clean church thing, and I was like, ooh, that might be out of my depth. Uh, you got to button that one up a little bit. I'm gonna need some extra. Give me some of that Jesus money for that. <laughs> but um, I know you guys don't pay taxes. Give me some of that money. Um, but I just did a stand-up show in Roseburg, Oregon, with um, oh, oh, at a doctor's office at eleven o'clock Saturday morning, and it was this a very nice man. He was a, a nephrologist, which is a kidney doctor. It was his sixtieth birthday, and his wife did it to surprise him so that she could like set up uh, the house for the like the actual birthday party. Oh, gotcha. So like we'll send him to this place for an hour. And um, it was just like all very nice uh, doctor people. And most of them just kind of stared at me. You know, I mean, it's like daylight. It's just not the way to do comedy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I mean, we earned it. We earned it that day. That one was, it was definitely. (laughs) Worked for your money, huh? It was an experience. Yeah. It was like this big, it was kind of like this building where there was just like giant you know floor to ceiling windows yeah and i was like we're gonna have to close all these curtains like we have to at least make an effort to not feel to like ambiance this a little bit 11 a.m on yeah. a saturday um yeah you know and then you know i do i do jokes about my doctor and like my, like urology and all these things and there was actually like people that do those things and i was like oh they're gonna love this and they didn't D- didn't uh, play huh no that's, so, <laughs> that's not how we do our job yeah. wait a minute yeah we're nice people what are you talking about so I don't know, man. It's it, it just depends. There's different different crowds and different people. I don't know. You just saw that. Speaking of urology, the <laughs> I'm doing this joke right speaking now. Speaking of urology, I'm doing this joke about PEMDAS. Go on. Do you remember? Oh yeah, PEMDAS. Yeah, PEMDAS. I used PEMDAS yeah. yesterday. See, Substitute and what teacher. were you what were you taught when you were a kid to remember PEMDAS? Uh, parentheses. No, but wasn't there something to help you remember? Like, oh, like a rhyme or whatever? Yeah. yeah. A, a mnemonic? I was going to say, yeah. I've, been, I've been hitting the head a lot. Okay. Oh, <laughs> please excuse my dear Aunt Sally. Yes. Damn. Nailed it. So I was in Tacoma uh, this weekend, and I, I'm setting this bit up. <laughs> Thank you for throwing out mnemonic. I didn't <laughs> think he would know what that means. He's been hitting the head a lot. But yeah. I was, yeah, it's weird that triggered it for me. I, I was like, what were you? This kid's like shaking his head vigorously. I was like, what were you taught? And he said, pee every morning during a shower. 
<laughs> that's a, a teacher who knew their audience. That's what that is. I had, I had like, a male math teacher. <laughs> yeah. I had to stay the night at that kid's house. Well, I know. My first question was, are you were you homeschooled? <laughs> like, who's saying this to you? And is that person in prison now? And the whole like the beginning, the way the joke started was, I was in Coos Bay and I heard this lady, and she said. Please excuse my drug addicted sister. Oh, and I was I like, mean, "Excuse me." Yeah, and it was like they tried <laughs> it the other way. Bachelors in nobody uh, has an aunt Sally. I, apparently, but. it's a it's a re- it's a regional thing, you know. Uh, I know, and now I'm Coos just bays the drugs and uh, the guy that pees in the showers, the homeschool kid, or uh, I think I'm too te- old for this whole PEMDAS thing. Yeah. I don't remember this. At oh, all. Yeah. you don't remember it? No, uh, it, I remember the dear Aunt Sally, but I just remembered PEMDAS. Yeah, like that was that was the That's device. Enough, yeah. It was enough for me. It Roy like, G. Biv, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there you go. See that one? I remember. You remember that one? Oh yeah, Roy G. Biv, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Colors of the Rainbow. I was gonna say that that one I don't remember. Uh, um, a little bit of a serendipitous moment here. Jeremiah Ken Samuelson has texted in and says he is indeed listening. Good to hear oh, good for him. Hi, Ken. Thank <laughs> you for everything. Guys. Thanks for ruining my life, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> it's all your fault. So uh, Come to my show on Sunday. There you go. <laughs> Would you say that, uh, Ken, and uh, who are some other uh, comedic influences for you? Yeah. I don't know. People always ask me that, and I don't really ever think of like stand-up comedians as people that like influence me. Um, I don't know. Like Farley, when I was a kid, like when I when I was younger, like that kind of just like boisterous uh you know like i don't know whatever you want to call that slapstick Um, almost slapstick for sure physical Um, comedy you know uh i i really like steve martin when i was a kid yeah you know he's more jerk man yeah it was more like a song and dance kind of guy and did a bunch of different stuff but like straight stand-up um there's people regionally like there's a guy uh named gabe rutledge a guy named kermit apio um, that are both like Seattle Olympia comics um, who are very, uh, very good. Uh, my buddy Zoltan, who I'm traveling with this uh, this winter, people who have like done a lot to teach me the business part of it. You know, it's like kind of that entrepreneurial thing where it's like, oh, I, I can be funny, but do I know how to like, make money? off? Yeah. It. Book my own gigs, yeah. like sell merch, do all these things that can actually make it so you don't have to, you know, Uber drive yeah. every night, you know, <laughs> because it can be tough. Um yeah, and then uh, like I was really into Doug Stanhope when I was a kid. Yeah, who's you know like kind of divisive uh, as far as people either like him a lot or sure. they don't like him. But um, yeah, and I wouldn't say that like the my style or anything is is like that. But um, I, I, I mean, I've seen you uh, probably half a dozen times now. I, yeah. I'd say you're pretty damn unique. Like I yeah. don't, I don't think you, I don't think you borrow or steal or no, even, no. even lightly use from anybody. I think you, sure. you've got a unique style. Uh, and if you want to see Jeremiah, you can see him Sunday night at Helium Comedy Club, seven o'clock. Yeah, seven o'clock. Uh, tickets are still available, and uh, like he said, he will. Uh, what is, what's your IG handle? Uh, at Jeremiah Coughlin. At Jeremiah Coughlin. Follow him on IG, and he will randomly select two winners to give tickets to yeah. to come see him. So if you're, and I will say this just uh, just as an unabashed number one plug for Jeremiah, he's good. He's very good. I've seen him a bunch mm-hmm. of times. I, he, you're sweet. Uh, look, I mean, we we've been around each other for a long time. We've worked around a lot of the same people, and in, in you know, there's, small there's a reason, world. There's a reason why you're, you're successful because I've seen a lot of bad comedy, uh, but <laughs> but also. Go out and support comedy shows. We have a a, a, a an actually a really great comedy scene yeah, in Portland. It has been for a couple of years now. So get out and support your local comedy clubs. Uh, thanks for coming in, man. We really appreciate you. Thanks, buddy. All right, coming up next, uh, we will get to our picks. Even though Dusty's not here, he has texted his picks in, and we will get to those next. Danny and Dusty, Tenny the Fan. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? 
We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 